Join us as we head off to the home of movies and movie stars, Los Angeles, California. I'm Gary Bembridge, and this is Tips for Travelers, the global travel destination podcast. Each month, a new destination is featured with recommendation, advice, and tips based on the first hand travel experience I gain from the two to three times a month I travel all over the world. You may also want to check out the Tips for Travelers video podcast, a sister podcast which features videos I've made of hotel rooms or attractions with commentary and recommendations linked to the destination featured each month in this audio podcast. To find out more, visit tipsfortravelers.com. For Travelers is spelt with two L's, the UK way, or email me at gary at mytravelreviews.co.uk. You can subscribe to one or both of the podcasts by searching for Tips for Travelers or Gary Bembridge on iTunes or your favourite podcast directory. The city of Los Angeles is inextricably linked with movies and movie stars. You imagine it to be glamorous, sophisticated, and that the place will be teeming with talent spotters ready to make every dream come true. Of course, it's not really like that. Flying into Los Angeles for the first time for me, and still each time since then, was the first indication that the city was not going to be what I had expected it to be. As I looked down at the large, sprawling very beige city as I flew in. It looked surprisingly uninteresting and ordinary. I was not sure what I expected the city of movies to be, but it was not a rather plain-looking urban sprawl. It looked so beige and so very spread out, with seemingly few tall buildings making it look even less prosperous than its glossy image portrays. That very first time I went to Los Angeles was well over ten years ago, and I disliked it from the minute I arrived on that first trip. I can only assume because it didn't live up to my my incredibly high expectation that I had. It was not so much a visual expectation as I realised I didn't have an image in my mind of what Los Angeles looked like. I guess it was just that I forgot that it was actually a real city rather than a movie studio. I had no real desire to go back to the city, but I'm glad that about 18 months after that very first trip, I had to go back there on business. And it was during this trip that I suddenly seemed to get what Los Angeles was all about and how to enjoy it. The key difference was this time I got in my rental car, I got out a map and drove and drove and drove. And this is, in my view, what it takes to really get into and under the skin of Los Angeles. On my first trip, I had rushed around the main tourist spots like the Chinese Theatre, Universal Studios, various museums, Rodeo Drive, etc., etc. But the next time I went to Los Angeles, I just cruised about, driving all over the city and kind of stopping whenever the mood took me or, or I got to some destination that seemed worthwhile stopping at. This is the way to get under the skin and to enjoy Los Angeles. Now, my guide, my guide for staying safe in Los Angeles is being that the only, only drive to places 
that you've heard of. I only drive to places that I've heard of. And this, this means, it, it, it seems, that I avoided getting into any area that, that I'm likely to get into trouble in. It did mean, though, that I, I got lost a, a fair few times, as the city really is huge and pretty complicated to get about. Now, something, of course, that's been solved more recently because you can hire a satellite navigation system with a car. But do take care how you use the system, as you may find you soon forget the importance of cruising about and you'll just be back to dashing from tourist site to tourist site. For me, there are probably five main areas of Los Angeles that I tend to broadly group together that I think are worth exploring. The first is the Hollywood area probably the area that most people have heard of because of the movies. The second is the Santa Monica area, which is kind of beaches and known for Baywatch, I guess. The third is the Manhattan Beach area, which is further south and now very trendy. The Long Beach area, which is even further south, and the, the Disney area. Now, the problem for visitors to Los Angeles is that there is no real center in the sense or form that most cities or towns have. The centre, I suppose, is the area where all the tall skyscrapers are, which is where the business centre is. But it's pretty much just that, and so holds little to nothing of interest to the tourist traveller. Unless you're attending a conference or exhibition in the massive Los Angeles Conference Centre, there's, there's no real need to even have this part of town on your list of places to go. For the tourist, the centre of Los Angeles is more likely going to be the Hollywood area of town, as this is the name that most people associate with Los Angeles. But even here you will find it hard to pinpoint a real center. The focal point is probably the Chinese theater, which is where the stars have their 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 handprints and everything in the pavement and then and the stars on the walk. And this is a must go to, although I always find it slightly disappointing, but never sure why. It's probably the fact that this part of town is not that attractive and does doesn't really exude the glamour and the style you associate with Hollywood and the movies. And also looking at some of the handprints and names of the stars on the pavement, you realise you could be anywhere because it doesn't actually bring you close to the glamour either. It's just a star in the pavement. But anyway, I think, I think you know, learning that most of the stars end up paying for the stars in the walk, or their fan clubs are paid for the stars to be put there, kind of reduced the glamour for me even more. Now, the area used to be very run down, though in recent years it's been tarted up and by adding very touristy shops and facilities. So actually, bizarrely, it actually makes that, that area even less glamorous and less Hollywood-like. And I do think overall Los Angeles is disappointing on the glamour front. And the best taste of stardom and celebrity is actually by going out and eating because as long as you avoid the fast food and the chain type places in the Hollywood area and, and you go down more towards the Beverly Center, you're almost always likely to spot a celebrity eating there too, just because the pure fact is Los Angeles is full of stars. And so pretty much if you go to any decent kind of restaurant, you're more than likely going to see stars there. Although, of course, some of the stars munching away on their dinner could take some of the mystery away, but it is pretty cool. Now, around and close to Los Angeles, there are many places that themselves could be destinations. And in putting together thoughts on visiting Los Angeles, I, I kind of base them and the tips that I give are more on how I first explored the sprawling city. And I realized actually on the various trips I've been back to Los Angeles, because I've been there quite a few times now for work and, and, and pleasure, is I actually 
just spend time exploring each of these areas in more depth and more detail. So these tips are based on visiting Los Angeles and getting to see as much and as broad a cross-section as possible, which is likely to be the goal of a first or second time visitor especially. So what are my tips for visiting Los Angeles? Well, my first tip, of course, was that thing about hiring a car and just cruising about, just visiting places that you've heard of. Just get a map, which you can get from a hotel or the airport, the car rental, kind of circle places you've heard of and just cruise about. Avoid anywhere you've never heard of, because that's probably the safest way to do it. If you do get a satellite navigation, which is probably a really good idea because it's very complicated to find your way around Los Angeles, the best thing to do is to then, you know, Get it to pinpoint a place that you know, a kind of a destination you ultimately want to get to. But don't necessarily follow it completely ruthlessly. Just kind of drive around and cruise around and 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 uh, whatnot. Now, you will find that traffic is and can be pretty bad in Los Angeles, particularly sort of at rush hour and on uh, the motorways. So prepare to kind of shuffle around or plan your day around avoiding the major kind of rush hours. My second tip is to spend kind of time around the Hollywood area. And I've already spoken quite a bit about the Hollywood area and what it's like um, earlier in the setup. So I won't spend much more time there. Although I would say there are a couple of things that are really worth seeing, which are linked to Hollywood and linked to the movies. The first of these is the Universal Studios theme park. Now, for me, this is a real must-do day out while visiting Los Angeles. Now, I have a whole podcast and a very detailed blog listing and a very detailed photo gallery about the Universal Studios Park. Now, you can access that via the show notes for this podcast or via the podcast page on my site. But if you visit tipsfortravelers.com, that's tipsfortravelers.com, where travelers is spelled with two L's, um, and you look for the Universal Studio podcast, and you also will find a link there for the show notes about Universal Studios and the photographs. But Universal Studios is a great day out. It's fantastic. It has something for everyone. The studio tour is a highlight, and that's something to really do. You board a truck, um, that, like an open truck, and it takes you through some experiences like the earthquake, King Kong, Jaws. But you also get to see the actual sets for things like Psycho, the plane crash in War of the Worlds, the houses on Wisteria Lane from Desperate Housewives, and a drive through the back the backlock sets, which are still used today as a working studio. Then they also now have thrill rides like Mummy and Jurassic Park. It really is a great, great, great day out. My third tip is still on a movie theme, and it's a great complement for going to somewhere like Universal, which is kind of a set-up, made tour with with rides, etc. But if you do the Paramount Studios tour, the Paramount Studios tour, now this is a tour of the actual working studios. It was closed for quite a time after 9-11, but it is open again. Now, you have to book it in advance via the Paramount Studios tour site. So just go online and search Paramount Studios tour and find the Paramount Studios tour site. But it really is well worth it. You go on a walking tour around the studio, you visit actual sets of current shows, and you hear a very fascinating history. You see various buildings which have been used and adapted for so many films. The tour is probably the the best for getting a real feel for how TV shows and films are made, because you can visit actual sets, etc. Now, the first time I did the tour was quite a long time ago, and it was when Star Trek 
Trek Deep Space Nine must still be made. And what was great is you kind of, as you stroll around the cast or in costume, you see them filming scenes, you see the trailers, and a lot of the stars will come out and chit and chat to you and stuff because actually for them, filming is quite boring because they're hanging around. So they're quite happy often to, to chat to people. So Paramount Studios Tour is really, really, really worth doing. My fourth tip is around the beach and the beach cities. Because one of the things with Los Angeles is spend a lot of time kind of trolling around and driving, etc. And the beach cities are well worth spending, you know, time at. Now, Santa Monica is probably the most well-known of the beach cities in the Los Angeles area, slightly to the north of Los Angeles, not that far actually from the LAX airport. And it's home of the famous TV show Baywatch, for example. Now, Actually, like some of the other areas in Los Angeles, I also have a podcast and a detailed blog about Santa Monica. And you, again, you can find it via my tipsfortravelers.com site or via my blog. Now, Santa Monica is home to many very lovely hotels. And the stunning hotel Casa del Mar is right on the beach. And the shutters next door are among the trendiest and the most popular. And they really are very stunning hotels. And I was lucky enough to actually stay at the Hotel Casa, Casa del Mar. Now, the beaches themselves are huge with very vast tracts of sand before you get to the sea. The sea itself is pretty popular with surfers who actually seem to get the best sections. And the lifeguards almost kind of look after them and, and, and kind of keep moving people around so they get the best waves. Now, there's also a great, great cycle path which runs all along the beach. And you can roll a blade or hire bicycles very uh, inexpensively and cycle to places like Venice Beach to check out the open-air muscle beach with, where pumped-up men are kind of working outdoors. You can stroll along the very hippie sort of stall-type shops. Now, I, I personally don't find Venice Beach area that appealing because it's got a strange mix of hobos and bohemian travellers living out of caravan-type trucks in car parks and other kind of mixed odds and sods. But a cycle ride there and a short stroll is, is pretty cool. Now, in Santa Monica, Santa Monica, there's also the Santa Monica Pier, and it has various rides and things on it. It's a little bit run down, but it's, it's, it's pretty good fun. Now, the alternative to Santa Monica is to go to the more upmarket Manhattan Beach area, and that's south of the LAX, Los Angeles Airport. Now, years and years ago, a tram line actually used to run from Los Angeles here before everyone had cars, and, and it became a very hip place to go on the weekends. But now it's a sort of a young couple's favorite place to live, with lots of funky shops and revamped houses. The beaches here are also huge and very clean, and they actually have larger waves than Santa Monica, so... There's a lot of people will go surfing there. And there's a very long pier with a small coffee shop and restaurant at the end. It's, it's, it's pretty good to work, walk to. And, and um, there's a lot of fishermen out there and stuff. It, it's a good escape for the day. And it's, it's a great place to unwind on the beach and, and, and chill out. It, it really is pretty, pretty good. So my fifth tip is Long Beach. Now, Long Beach is where the Queen Mary ship and a Russian submarine is docked. And the Queen Mary is has been there for oh, ages and ages now, and, and the people who run it keep going bankrupt and whatnot. It's recently been resold, and the whole area is going to be redeveloped. But the Queen Mary is the original Cunard ship, um, and it was became very famous during the Second World War for ferrying troops all over the world, and then became a very glamorous way to cross the Atlantic, and then got retired and bought by, by Long Beach. And it's a really interesting sort of 1930s Art Deco cruise ship, and it's really, really fascinating. And I also have a, a whole podcast about the, the Queen Mary and, and 
great photographs for that, which you can find on, on the site again, Tips of Travelers. But the Long Beach area is uh, right sort of south of Los Angeles. Again, it's great for, for some time out. You can go to the Queen Mary, you can go through an old Russian submarine and basically hang out and have a couple of beaches there that you can go and enjoy. So the Long Beach is kind of my fifth tip, and it's quite nice to get out of the madness of, of uh, Los Angeles. My sixth tip is all about Disneyland um, Anaheim. Now, this is about an hour's drive from Los Angeles out in the suburbs. And again, I have a whole podcast and a detailed blog listing and picture gallery about visiting Disneyland. Now, if you plan, you should include a whole day trip there during your visit. It really is worth it. And as I said, if you go to tipsoftravels.com, you can go to the podcast page and you'll find links. Now, getting to Disneyland Anaheim, it's, it's actually surprisingly poorly signposted to get there. So make sure you get driving instructions off Maparama or Google Maps or get a satellite navigation system, which I mentioned earlier. The park itself is fairly small, as Disney made the mistake when choosing the location of not locking up rights to land around it, and so you couldn't expand it as a growing popularity. Now, there are actually two parks there. There's kind of the California Park and the original uh, uh, Disneyland Park. But the size of the parks I quite like because it makes for a perfect day trip and you can get these fast pass tickets which means you can get on all the main rides uh, quite easily because it gives you time slots and it means you can ensure that you can get on all the, the popular must-do rides and see everything in, in not too long a day. Now all around Anaheim is is all these kind of fairly um, trashy other places but it's a pretty good day out in terms of spending spending time my seventh tip is then back in los angeles which is rodeo drive and beverly hills i love 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 going to rodeo drive love sort of cruising around the beverly hills area now rodeo drive of course is famous for its shops very beautiful expensive shops the louis vuittons the versaces etc and it's great to stroll down there it's immaculately clean immaculately manicured and full of kind of people posing and showing off and whatnot. It's sort of, of course, loads and loads of, of tourists. But it's very beautiful, lots of very expensive shops. You get lots of attitude in the shops if they if they think you're a tourist, but just fine. But the whole Beverly Hills area around it, again, is incredibly beautifully manicured and well looked after and clean and just quite remarkable. Now, you can either go on one of those tours, which takes you around and points out all the stars' homes, or you can buy a map. And it is worth driving all around that Beverly Hills area and just looking at the kind of houses. But it's more interesting if you've either got a map or gone on the tour to get a sense of who lives where and some of the history. Now, many of the guidebooks would also have a suggested routing that you can take around Beverly Hills. And that's pretty good because at least you get a sense of who lives where or who lived where in some of the, the stories and the bits and pieces, which does make it much more interesting than just kind of driving around. The other thing linked to that, which is also pretty good, is to get onto Sunset Boulevard and just follow that as it winds through all the hills and... And that's a really great drive and just kind of head all around there and drive. But Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills is pretty good. So those are some of my tips for Los Angeles. Obviously, tip number one is spending time in Hollywood because that's kind of the, although it's not the real center of, of Los Angeles, it is the, the center of kind of what Los Angeles is about. And you've got lots of kind of movie-related stuff going on there. 
and shops and the Chinese theatre. My second tip, though, is to spend time at Universal Studios to really get a sense of the glamour and the movies. But even better, which is tip number three, is to go on the Paramount Studio Tour and really get to see how, in real terms, the whole movie industry works. The fourth tip is to spend some time then on the beaches, either Santa Monica in the more north or Manhattan Beach in the south. Both have great beaches. The fifth tip is to go down even further to Long Beach and take a look at the Queen Mary, which is parked, uh, parked the wrong word, is birthed there. My sixth tip is also, particularly if you've got kids, is to go out to Anaheim and just get out a little bit further out of Los Angeles and go to, to Disneyland or the California theme park. They're pretty small, pretty good for a day trip. And then, of course, tip number seven is the other kind of heart of Los Angeles, which is Rodeo Drive, Beverly Hills, spend time on Rodeo Drive, look at the shops, cruise around Beverly Hills, or just kind of the big moors that are around there. So that's Los Angeles. City of the Stars. You've been listening to Tips for Travellers, the global travel destination podcast with Gary Bembridge. To find out more, visit the Tips for Travellers website at tipsfortravellers.com. That's all one word and spelt the UK way with two L's. That's tipsfortravellers.com or mytravelreviews.com. There you'll find contact details, links and much, much more. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, search on iTunes or Yahoo Podcasts for tips for travellers.